0: Amen. Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our first reading today comes from Genesis chapter 4. Not Genesis chapter 4, Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 12 and 17 through 18. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir. No one but your very own issue shall be your heir. He brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon he brought him all these and cut them in two laying each half over against the other but he did not cut the birds in two and when birds of prey came down on the carcasses abram drove them away as the sun was going down a deep sleep fell upon abram and a deep and terrifying darkness descended upon him when the sun had gone down and it was dark a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So, we are actually revisiting a scripture that I used a few weeks ago. And when I'd used it a few weeks ago, I recognized this aspect, and wanted to come back to it. And we're touching on it because I think there's something here that we can actually all relate to. In our reading with Abraham, before being renamed Abraham, our good friend Abram is being made a promise from God. The word of the Lord comes to him in a vision, and we get a back and forth between them. Abram just is not sure of what's coming next. God tells Abram that his reward will be great. It's going to be big. But Abram wants to know what he'll be given. And he's told he'll be given an heir because Abram is worried that he doesn't have an heir. The Lord tells him his descendants will be as numerous as the stars. And then God says he's going to give Abram the land. Abram's response, how am I to know? God gives him the sign, but that need to know that Abram has really struck me as something that I think we can all feel. When thinking about the way that we deal with the hardships of life, and with grief and loss, that sometimes in the midst of that the need to know overrides almost everything else. What was Abram's focus? First, I have no heir. Second, how will I know? God promises great things to Abram, but the response isn't one of praise and thanksgiving. It is that question. How will I know? What assurance do I have? And that's quite often the response that we have when we are struggling. Here's Abram, old and without an heir. He doesn't know how to take in this idea that he's going to have numerous descendants. He doesn't know how to just accept that the land will be given to his offspring. He needs that assurance. A sign that this is actually going to happen. the reason I think we can relate to that is because all of us have been at one time or another at a point where we feel that we really don't know what's coming next. And even when people tell us good things are going to happen, we have a hard time believing it. Because sometimes when we are in the dark valley, we struggle to be able to see anything good. We struggle to find anything to give us hope. We struggle to think about a future that makes sense. We have a difficult time thinking that there will ever be good times again. Even when we have the assurance that things will get better. Sometimes we get hung up on that need to know. And it eats at us. It eats at us because we're afraid. We are afraid to trust that things could ever be okay. And that fear guides us and grips us. And in the end, it's a fear that makes us always need to know. And this kind of fear of needing to know what happens next has been happening forever. I mean... We see it here with Abram. And we see it throughout the Bible. Moses is afraid that he'll mess up and needs help. And tries to wiggle his way out of doing God's will. When people try to understand the prophets, they want to know if what the prophets say are true. And if they can't understand the prophets... The need to know drives them to come up with all sorts of explanations. The need to know drives the story of Joseph and Pharaoh. Someone has to be able to interpret the dreams. And we see it time and time again. The need to know is what's driven so many people to make guesses about when the end times are coming. Because somehow, knowing God is there and knowing that it will happen someday isn't enough. A problem with this is that, just like those people who have been trying to guess at the end times, we get distracted by the need to know and miss the here and now. And this can cause us to lose sight of everything that's going on around us. Sometimes it takes the form of wanting to know why something happened. And the need to know why consumes us to the point that we stop living our lives. Because then everything is the past. And trying to figure out why without ever looking ahead to see the here and now. What we have today. And this becomes a bigger problem for us when we obsess over that need to know. It can cause us to become more anxious and more stressed because without being able to know, we struggle even more. The more that we try to plan, and the more that we try to figure out the unknown, the deeper we seem to fall into that hole. It can become an obsession that consumes us completely. After a while, it feels like faith isn't enough because the need to know has overcome everything. This may lead you to ask, what can we do? And this leads me to one of the most difficult things that we have to do. Let it go. Just let it go. Let go of the need to know, the need to be in control, the need to have all the details. And that can mean letting go of the past. And I don't say that thinking that we completely forget everything but it means we stop picking over the details of what was so that we can start looking to what is and what will be. And with that, we begin accepting that whatever comes, Christ is with us. Because for me, that's a bigger comfort than I could ever gain from understanding why various things have happened in my life. Because one of the things that we discover through faith is that if we trust Christ to guide us through this life, we have to trust that He knows better than we do. That He'll know what it is we're going to need. And sometimes we really don't need to know. This can be hard because we like knowing. We like knowing why things have happened. And if there's not a good explanation, we try to make one up. Look at any good conspiracy theory. It lasts and lasts because of little unknown details. And people try to fill them in with whatever they can. We like knowing why things happen. And the problem is that sometimes things just happen. And no matter how damaging they are, and hurtful they are, and destructive they are for our lives, sometimes we have to be able to accept that it's out of our hands. In our reading today, Abram was shown innumerable stars and told that he was going to have numerous descendants. What Abram wasn't given was a detailed road map of how this would happen. God gives him a sign, but not a set of exact instructions. It's faith that we have to go on to be able to say that we can trust that God will get us through. That we can trust that the Holy Spirit will be with us wherever we go. And that however long it takes to get out of those dark times, that it will be the light of Christ that will get us out every time. It's accepting that we don't have to know the exact path that we will take. We don't need to know all the details coming down the road. It means we may not understand exactly what road got us to where we are, but knowing that wherever we are, God is still with us. The reason this is so important is because I have seen many people lose their faith over this need to know. I'm not saying that we walk around blindly ignorant of the things around us. I'm not saying that we don't learn from our mistakes. There are plenty of times that we can look and know exactly how we got to where we are. But that's not what drives the need to know. I'm not saying that we give up completely on knowing anything. But what I am saying is that we have to give up some of the control that we think we have and put our lives into God's hands. Especially when it comes to those events that we can't explain. That we don't have a reason for. The things that hurt us because we had no control. We need to take the peace that God gives us and accept that. To reside in that love and know that love is enough to get us through all things. No matter what happened yesterday, no matter what happens today, no matter what happens tomorrow, God's love is enough. The love that we find in Christ is enough. And so, my prayer for you is that you may let go of anything that is holding you back from being able to live today. That you be able to let go of that desperate need to know the why of everything that's happened. To let go of all the questions of why and how and what's next so that you may embrace today. So that you may be able to believe that there will always be light, even in those darkest times. When that long shadow is cast, sometimes it casts itself across the years. And the only reason we're still walking in that shadow is because we can't stop focusing our lives on that shadow. We refuse to move on from the difficulty. Because we still have unanswered questions. We have to be able to let go. That even if we go into the unknown, Christ is there with us even if we step out into a world that we're unsure of, we can be sure that the Holy Spirit will be with us. That even if we don't know what comes next, we know that our Heavenly Father will be watching over us. So in this season of reflection during Lent, I pray that we may all reflect on what's still holding us back from living a full life in Christ today so that we can let go of the need to know and embrace the love that is. Amen.